0: There's concern about an increase in students missing school. If you want the details, don't skip out on today's show. I'm Carl Azus. This is CNN Student News. No less than 30 years and no more than 60. That's the prison sentence for Jerry Sandusky. He's a former football coach at Penn State University who was convicted in June of sexually abusing young boys. An investigation blamed Penn State officials for covering up the situation. Sandusky's lawyers say they plan to appeal his conviction. The night before he was sentenced, Sandusky maintained his innocence. He said, quote, They could make me out as a monster, but in my heart, I know I did not do these alleged disgusting acts. One of Sandusky's victims said that the prison sentence, quote, will never erase what he did to me. The judge in the case told the victims that they would be remembered for their courage.
1: I'm Jonathan Mann with another political jargon buster. What are super PACs? Their campaign attack ads are all over U.S. TV right now. Conservative super PACs that back Mitt Romney.
2: And under Obama, nearly 800,000 more women are unemployed.
1: The private sector is doing fine. And liberal super PACs that support President Obama. Mitt Romney will never convince us he's on our side. Technically known as independent expenditure only committees, they're a new kind of political action committee, only without many of the same restrictions. Thanks to a pair of federal court cases, super PACs can raise and spend unlimited amounts of money for or against political candidates. There's one key restriction, they're not allowed to work in conjunction with the candidate they support. But critics say super PACs open an election up to potential corruption. On both sides, we have these incredible amounts of money, and I guarantee you there will be a scandal. There is too much money washing around politics. As of late September, nearly 900 super PACs have spent more than $270 million on this year's campaign, according to the campaign spending watchdog group OpenSecrets.org. Their millions
0: could influence the election. Super PACs. Another issue that could have an impact on this year's elections, voter ID laws. Now, many of you have a photo ID that you might wear for school. In some states, voters are required to show ID in order to vote. Now, the rules are different from state to state. In some places, the IDs have to have photos on them, and other places, they don't. Now, these voter ID laws are controversial. Professor David Schultz explains why. Voter fraud, voter ID, one of the big issues affecting the 2012 elections. 37 states have already enacted legislation or are considering enacting legislation requiring people to provide photo ID when they show up to vote in person in elections. Supporters of photo ID argue that it's necessary to prevent fraud. Opponents argue it's voter intimidation or that voter fraud is not a serious problem in the United States. How did this debate start? It goes back to Florida 2000. And in that race between George Bush and Al Gore, out of 6 million votes cast, George Bush wins the election by 537 votes. Some claim that that outcome was affected by fraud or by voter intimidation.
2: Today's shout-out goes out to Mr. Papadakis' social studies classes at Kirkhoven Jr. Senior High School in Kirkhoven, Minnesota. Which of these awards includes categories for medicine and physics? Here we go. Is it the Newberry Medal, Nobel Prize, Emmy Award, or Pulitzer Prize? You've got three seconds. Go. There are Nobel Awards for medicine and physics and also for chemistry, literature, economics, and peace. That's your answer and that's your shout out.
0: The prizes are actually awarded in December, but the Nobel Committee is announcing this year's winners in all six categories over the next week or so. It started on Monday with the Nobel Prize for Medicine. This year, the award is being shared by scientists from England and Japan for their work with human cells. What they discovered is that mature, specialized cells can be reprogrammed to develop into completely different types of cells. Scientists think this could be a major breakthrough for medical treatments. French and American scientists were announced yesterday as the 2012 winners of the Nobel Prize in Physics. They both study subatomic particles for their work with light and matter. What they've discovered could lead to huge leaps in computing technology. This week from October 7th through the 13th is Fire Prevention Week. In order to recognize that, some government agencies are providing new statistics about home fires. Every year, around 2,300 Americans die in home fires. More than 12,000 others are injured. So how do these fires get started? <coughs> cooking equipment is the number one cause. Between 2008 and 2010, 40% of home fires started with cooking equipment. Heating and air conditioning units are another big cause. That includes portable space heaters. Officials say the best ways to be prepared are to make sure there are working smoke alarms in the house. And for families to come up with and actually practice a fire escape plan. Well, if you're watching this show, there's a good chance you're doing it in school. There are a lot of students who aren't, though. And we're not talking about those who are being homeschooled. According to a new study, millions of American students miss nearly a month of school each year. For this next report, Athena Jones went to Baltimore to examine the problem and to find out how one school system is trying to fight it.
2: We're going to try and teach you strategies to make a good decision. Baltimore teen Gerard Williams has come a long way. In seventh grade, he missed 33 days of school and was in danger of dropping out. It'd be days uh, just stay home, play the game, eat, sleep, and that's about it, watch TV. Williams struggled to get passing grades at a school where he didn't feel the teachers cared. That's where Karen Weber Endor came in. She handles attendance initiatives for the city's school district. I saw him on the first day of school, and one of the teachers who knew him said, This boy hasn't been in school for days and days and days. And we approached him and said, this is gonna be a very different school year for you. We expect to see you here. In eighth grade, Williams missed just five days of school. The following year, just two. At 17, he's now a sophomore in high school with perfect attendance. And his grades have improved, especially in math. I got B's and B pluses and one A. A Johns Hopkins University study estimates five to seven and a half million K through 12 students are chronically absent each year. That means they miss one school day out of every ten. Maryland, where the rate is eleven percent, is one of just six states tracking the issue.
0: It's, it's sort of a, a hidden problem. like they say it's like bacteria in a hospital. That it actually creates havoc, but we don't know it because we're not measuring it.
2: Repeated absences are most common in kindergarten and in high school and low-income students are more likely to miss class, often due to transportation or health issues, and sometimes because they have to work or take care of family members. We have to go the extra mile. We're texting parents now. The school system itself is texting principals and saying, you know, there are a large number of students who are absent from your roles. Um, What's going on? Baltimore schools also use robocalls to alert parents about absences. Social workers talk to families when students are missing too many days of class, and students are now being rewarded for good attendance.
0: Check out this video from the University of South Carolina's football game last weekend. The Fail family was invited onto the field as the military family of the game. Sergeant First Class Scott Fail has been stationed in South Korea for the past year. He recorded this video telling his family how much he loved them, and that he wished he could be there with them. What turns out, he was. What a surprise. It was an awesome family reunion that they got to share with 86,000 of their closest friends. Well, before we go, watching wildlife can be fascinating. Turns out it's true even if you are wildlife. Like These gorillas who look to be obsessed with the caterpillar that's crawling around the bars. If you look closely on the right side of your screen, you can see it right there. Now one of them has a close-up view and the other's like, what you looking at? I want to check this out. Oh, it's a caterpillar. And the first one's like, all right, you need to get back there because I was here first. It's hard to know exactly what the gorillas find so interesting. Maybe they're trying to learn the caterpillar's behavior so they can ape it. All right, come on, stop shaking your heads. You know you larva good pun as much as we do. <laughs> I know I larvaed that one. That's all we have for now. For CNN Student News, I'm Carlos News. We're going to look forward to seeing you tomorrow with more news and possibly more puns too. Bye now.